Welcome to the Business English Podcast. On today's episode, we discuss all things marketing, including the two opposing types of marketing that all businesses and individuals will more than likely use. In addition to clearing up the difference between marketing and sales, which all too often can be mixed together. Once again, I'll be joined by James, who, as previously mentioned, has considerable experience in this field. And so he will be disclosing a number of valuable insights into this weird and wonderful world. Remember to stick around until the end to do a deep dive into all the business English and professional vocabulary used in today's episode. The summary of expressions section is situated at the end of the episode, so if you can't wait for that, the timestamp is in the show notes. So, with so much value afoot, let us begin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast, helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently, and with impact. With your host, Rob, from Energetic English. Let's get down to business. Okay, uh, guys, welcome back. In a previous episode, we were discussing one of the pillars of business, uh, which was the topic of finance, Uh, talking about Robert Kiyosaki's book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and about sort of financial literacy, um, assets, liabilities, and uh, all those uh, terms uh, and pieces of terminology that, uh, you know, professionals certainly working uh in the uh, in the business space uh should be aware of so if you haven't listened to that episode um please go back and have a listen to that um i'm joined by uh the very same um hero that was on the uh, last call talking to us about finance and that is james uh, partner in crime here and we're really going to bounce across all the other uh, disciplines to do with business i think this is a really good framework um is providing massive value uh, to 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 the listeners so uh, i really thank you for your time and accepting my uh accepting my invitation once again so thank you welcome back thanks for having me i'm excited to be here right um so the the topic for today marketing it's it's an unwieldy beast you know it's huge it's gargantuan in nature um marketing has certainly through through my through my eyes um and sales have really exploded over the last sort of five years as a lot of people pivoting into the entrepreneurial space, you know, Facebook mm-hmm. ads, Google, SEO, all the rest of it, marketing. So very, very heavy with the sales and the marketing aspect. I know sales and marketing do get confused. You know, people class them as one and the same thing, but they do actually sit in in separate columns. So mm-hmm. I thought today we could just um, talk about marketing in the wider sense uh, and see where that conversation takes us um, and providing maximum value for the listeners mm-hmm. of the Business English podcast. So, uh, yes, uh, opening thoughts on marketing, please, James. Absolutely. So marketing is something that's really close to my heart because it's kind of where I got started in my whole uh, business uh, entrepreneur career. So marketing is, okay, and this is a very broad sweeping statement and lots of people have different opinions about it, but marketing are the it's the actions that you do to generate sales conversations within your business, either before the first sale, uh, after the first sale to generate the second sale, or 
Uh, after the complete sales cycle is finished, you're going to market again, maybe to get a referral client. So marketing, contrary to popular belief, mm -hmm. doesn't just happen at the start of the sales cycle. It's a continuous effort. And they say, you know, the best marketing is a great product. All right. Right. Yeah. So I think there's marketing. Before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Marketing woven into <clears throat> every aspect of a business. Let's take customer service, for example. If your customer service isn't very good, what happens? Well, now when I have a conversation with my friend over coffee, I'm going to say, do you know, I had this conversation with this company. I was speaking with their customer service department and it was horrible. The person was ridiculous. They were very rude. That's marketing. Specifically, but, but that's isn't word that just of mouth. Word, yeah, but word of mouth. I mean, isn't word of mouth something different to marketing, though? Is is that one and the same thing? Market, yeah, word of mouth is marketing. It falls under the same function of the business. Okay. Okay. It's so remember, marketing. Its function is to generate sales opportunities. Got it. All right. It, it's to either get you in front of a client or mm -hmm. to start the conversation about your business within the client's mind. Yeah. Okay. It's to start that process. I mean, to so go, it, go on. You, you, sorry, using that example, what you said about if you're reviewing somebody negatively, if you're my friend or family member and you turn around and you say, this product is not very good, you know, I know that this this recommendation, this testimonial, this personal review is potentially the hottest uh like sort of market i don't care how many billboards you've got up how many facebook ads you've run if my best friend turns around to me and says these trainers are awesome um i'm gonna think seriously about this is is, is, is this correct right. yeah absolutely so a, a referral generated lead or referral referral, referral okay. generated yeah. sale okay and a referral is where i say hey rob this water bottle that i've got You've got to buy it. It's the best thing. It's got, you know, it doesn't hurt my mouth when I drink from it. It's got loads in there. It keeps cool for ages. All of these features and benefits. Right. I say, Rob, you've got to buy it. It's the best thing if you are looking for a water bottle. That is a referral generated lead. Okay. Okay. Um, there's some concepts in there, but let's just talk about, okay, so a referral has happened. A referral yep. has been made and I've created a potential customer out of you because right. I've said you need to buy this thing. Now let's talk about how you as a referral will now interact with the business compared to from other forms of marketing. So let's say there's a billboard that says buy this water bottle yeah, and there's your best friend saying buy this water bottle. Let's compare them side by side. Right. So sticking with the referral. So I've said to you, you've got to buy this water bottle, a referral generated lead you so you will buy faster because the the trust has been conferred by me to you yeah all right because of the relationship that you and i have yeah the product is now flowing through that yeah okay because you trust my judgment okay yeah. that's why we're friends that's why the interaction happens you trust my judgment mm -hmm. and i say you've got to buy the thing you yeah. don't have to then use all of your decision-making capability yeah. to reason as to whether this is a worthwhile purchase yeah. because I trust James's judgment and therefore I will buy it. Yeah. Whereas the billboard has to work so hard. There is no 
existing trust that the brand is using through yeah. that billboard. Yeah. Okay. There's no existing relationship. So as a referral, you will purchase faster. You will purchase more. Yes. Okay. O- on average, you will buy more because yes. the existing trust is there. You're not going to need a test purchase. Right. On average, they buy more. Right. Statistically, that is. And they will also refund less and complain less. Right. right? Okay. Because because if I, for example, if I'm the first customer that the water bottle company ever had, okay, I'm the yeah. first one out, out of the gate. That's and right. I think, oh, I'm, I'm comparing, I'm thinking, I'm mm-hmm. doing a price, you know, okay, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy yeah. it. I've done all of that reasoning and now you don't have to. Yeah. All right. So you don't need to you don't have to fear complaining so much because james has already done the groundwork he's already done the research yeah so a referral is the holy grail okay that's probably a phrase you want to dive into later yeah a holy grail of marketing if you have referral generated leads sales anything like that it's going to grow a lot faster let's just clear up the terms here then so is Mm -hmm. a referral the same as a review or a testimony if i go into google i'm looking for a restaurant or TripAdvisor, and i hit i hit up one of these restaurants and i see oh you know it's got really great reviews you know somebody Mm -hmm. has reviewed this is this the same as a referral or because this has been made by a third party i mean does it still hold the same weight? I mean, personally speaking, speaking for me, um, mm-hmm. I would trust somebody that I know more. Mm-hmm. But even if a third party is reviewing it, you know, if there are a number of people saying the same thing about it, yeah. unrelated, disconnected to this business or product or service, um, then I'm more inclined to believe it rather than the billboard saying that they are the, the best thing since sliced bread. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you've got this concept in marketing called social proof. Social and it, right. it's it's as as far as business goes back so does social proof it's right. the line out of the door right. it's the five star review on Got google it. it's proof that this business attracts other people all right it has been here for a period of time there are people before me therefore and the implied kind of guarantee here is the product must be good if yeah. there are other humans I'm a human. They are humans. They have brains. They can reason. Uh, I have a much higher, as a business owner, much higher probability of selling somebody if I have lots of, so uh, amount, yeah, positive, so quality, so lots of high quality reviews. Yeah, I have a lot of proof that what I say in my marketing is true, that my product can deliver. Yeah, and this is the the kind of perceived likelihood of getting what you're purchasing. Yeah. And this is something that stops a lot of people from actually buying is you say it can do the thing, but how do I know? And social proof is one of the ways that it's a very powerful way because we are pack uh, behavior, pack mentality as humans. We look a lot, uh, and this is, you know, behavioral psychology, which has a huge place in marketing and probably deserves its own conversation. That is where, the difference between a referral is probably the person you know them, yeah. but a review could be just an, a a conversation, a brief statement about your interaction with the business. Yeah. And then if somebody acts on that, I, I guess that would be a, a referral, like an indirect 
referral if it yeah. gets acted upon. But right. until it gets acted upon, it's probably just a review. Maybe breaking it down like that. Yeah. I I like that. And it, it goes back to that thing. No one no one wants to eat at an empty restaurant. You know, you, you're walking past, you see an empty restaurant, you, you're thinking, mm, maybe not. And yet paradoxically, everybody wants to eat at the busiest restaurant in town. Why is that? You That's know, right. and, and it's exactly yeah. people are voting with their feet, um, you know, give, right. giving that physical uh testimonial, if you will. Um mm -hmm. good. Okay. What well, what about other aspects of marketing then? So we talked about this very you know, hot referral, you know, um, family and friends or people talking to each other. We talked about reviews, um, word of mouth, um, other, other aspects of marketing then, because that's not it, just it, is it? I mean, the rabbit mm -hmm. hole goes far deeper. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I would even go just to put a pin in the whole conversation with the referral marketing, because a referral, you know, referral marketing yes. is actually product right okay. the the value that is in referral marketing actually comes from the quality of your product did it deliver did you do the thing so yeah. yes it's it's a marketing function but actually you've worked really hard on the product it, you're the best in the industry you deliver over and above yeah. what they're paying for that is what is being marketed so that's you know it is marketing, but that's the one that you have to do least marketing for. It's all products. Okay. 100%. And let's, okay. so, so to contrast that, to get black and white on the other end of the scale, yeah. you've got something that was all product. Let's talk about something that's all marketing instead. So hmm, uh, advertising. Yeah. So we have direct advertising, direct response advertising. These, this is kind of how what, what, I, what is direct, just, just for clarity, what is direct yeah. response advertising? So direct response advertising or direct response marketing, let's, if we stay within the same terminology, okay, it's essentially okay. the same thing. Um, mar direct response marketing is a form of marketing which asks for a response. Okay. okay. Versus, and to help define it, let's give it some contrast, versus a, a billboard that says, tastes the best, and it's got a picture of a, a Coca-Cola bottle, or other brand name cola yeah. juice, okay? Yeah, uh, yeah. On there. For, for example. And, for example, <laughs> and they're just drinking that, okay? There's no ask for action, okay? And one of the hallmarks of this direct response marketing is that we would ask for action, all right? So one is, hey, Coca-Cola brand name is great, and the other is buy two bottles, get the third free for the next two days, click this button to purchase yeah. or use this code. Okay. So one what's the key difference there? Because so, for me, th there is a huge difference there because one has context, maybe surrounding a brand, any mm -hmm, brand. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then there is the other aspect that is, you know, non, non context, like no context whatsoever. It's just mm -hmm. buy two, get one free or, or, or whatever it is. So what mm -hmm. is the difference there? So the split is brand marketing, yeah. which is the brand marketing will be used when brand marketing is a byproduct of successful, you know, direct marketing. Okay. okay? Because okay. if you're just starting out, all right, we have to get sales and brand marketing isn't the best way to do that. Right. Brand marketing is to stay top of mind. Okay. What does that phrase mean? It means when you think about, gosh, I'm thirsty, 
Yeah. You think about that company first. That's what top of mind means. It's the first thing that you think about when you have a yeah. craving, when you enter a situation. It's the first thing that's, you know, you associate that situation with this company, okay, Got brand. Mm -hmm. And I would put, you know, having a great product under brand as well. I would put it under there. So that's the difference between brand marketing is it tastes great. It's to remind you, oh yeah, Coca-Cola, uh, the, the drink's great. And then direct marketing is I have a specific offer right now. You must act. It's a you know high value to cost ratio offer. High, high value to, to cost ratio. What, what go on, just explain that? So 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 the value that I'm getting, yeah, is is much more than the cost that I have to pay. Okay. okay. So if I, if it, you know, I'm looking at these and it says buy, uh, buy two bottles and get the third free. Right. Okay. It's very clear to me as a consumer right. that three bottles is worth more than two. Yeah. Right. It's very blatant, which is why you can't see it. It's yeah. like the value is three, but the cost is two. Yeah. So you have a higher value to cost ratio. Right. Okay. And that's, and that just comes down to people only buy uh, bargains. All right. E everything that you have ever purchased in your life, whether it's a coffee or a cat Cadillac car, you yes. will only have bought a good deal. Yeah. You will only have gotten your wallet out or given them the cash when you thought that's good. The value of this note is worth more than what you are giving me. The value of this swipe of the credit card is worth, uh, sorry, is the value of what less, I'm buying. Right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The I, value I'm of you. what I'm, I'm buying is more than what I'm about to give you. I'd rather have your product than this money in my, po in my exactly. pocket. Exactly. Right? Okay. Exactly. That means it's a deal. That means that you as the consumer yeah. perceive, you yeah. see that. It is clear to you. Your belief is such that's yeah. what you are going to get for your money yeah. is more than the money you're going to so you feel you're getting a deal right? yeah. and that okay. you will never you'll never purchase something that you don't feel is a deal yeah all right and that is how commerce works all right I like that yeah so like and, and that's that's a very simple way of saying just to come back to the initial conversation is direct marketing will make very clear that that uh, value to cost um, discrepancy is is there. You know, you're getting a deal. Yeah. Whereas the brand won't need to do that. Okay. Brand has more prestige associated with it. Yeah. It doesn't need to make these bold claims. Yeah. Right? It has an established market position, if you want to use different terminology. Yeah. So that's the kind of difference between direct marketing. I'm marketing directly to you. I'm asking for a response now. I'm giving a compelling offer and a time scale and a way to track it. Whereas brand just says, buy my stuff. It's yeah. still the best. Yeah. Okay. No way to track it, but they know it's working. Okay. Yeah. So they're the differences between the two broad main types. So of marketing. direct response and, and sort of brand marketing. Yeah. That's how I'd split it up. Yeah. And there are yeah. loads of different types of direct marketing. Yeah. But is it necessarily predicated on where you are? in the timeline of your business if you are a fledgling business if you're you know just starting out uh, maybe an entrepreneur maybe you're a, you're a small startup mm -hmm. could you rely 
on brand marketing, um, you know, craft your story um, and really use that to help with, with, with your marketing, having a unique uh, proposition, you know, your origin story, um, maybe where you source your product from. You know, is that possible to do at an early stage? Because it sounds like the only prestigious, um, well-accomplished businesses uh, trade on on brand. Is it possible for a, a tiny startup to do? So I'm sure there are examples where this is not true. But yeah. the if you rely, when you, you're just starting out, if you only rely on brand, yeah, okay, and you don't make a specific offer, then you will go out of business real quick. Okay. If you do not approach a specific target customer with an okay. offer, if you don't say, you know, if somebody wants a new driveway, right? Okay. For construction, they want a new driveway. Yeah. If all you do is write on your website, we've been building driveways for 10 years and you don't make anyone an offer, you just leave it there. Got it. Okay. As part of your brand. Yeah. All right. It's, it, you know, then. That's not going to do anything. You must go outbound. You must yeah. go to the market and say, we are currently doing this. Here's what we can do for you. If you want it, here it is. Do this, this, and this to yeah. get the product. Yeah. Now, over time, the residual, here's how to think about it. The residual, the, the goodwill generated by your time in business is captured by the brand. Yeah. So Energetic English has been in business for a number of years now, and yeah. all the great work that you've done has charged up your brand. It's charged up that logo. So when they see that logo, they know, Rob, he knows exactly what he's talking about because I've seen all his stuff before. Yeah. And okay. all the things that you've done before have been direct marketing. So, for example, a piece of content. All right. So this, for example, a, a podcast, a video. Yeah. This is a piece of content marketing with a direct marketing finish. So for example, this is content marketing. We are delivering value for uh, a wide number of people and we are moving them along the awareness level. Okay. So they're learning more about English. They're learning that energetic English is number one in the space and exactly yeah. where we're going and how we can help them get there. That's what energetic English does. Yeah. And to do that, we need to finish with a piece of direct marketing, which is if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you subscribe so you can have the rest. Make yeah. sure you get alerts every time we release a new video. This is an ask. Okay. You're not asking for a sale. You're asking them to take the next step in the relationship with energetic English. Oh, that and sense. that's all marketing. Yeah, so that that's where marketing is. Marketing isn't just a one step. You don't know me now. You do. Let's have a sale. Yeah, it's lots and lots of different steps. And content marketing is just one of the uh, ways of marketing that's very popular right now. But right. to do content marketing correctly, you must infuse. You must embed. Yes. You must weave into great. It, Love it. Um, the the direct marketing principles, which is to always ask for something. And if I ask you to subscribe to this podcast, yeah, that's, that may be self-serving of, of us, but you will always get more value. And that is the game. It's yeah. if you subscribe, you are going to get the next hundred episodes yeah. over the next 
you know, period of time. And you're going to know about them first before anyone else. And I think that's more valuable than most of the other people out there because the amount of value you pack into these podcasts is number one. Okay. Because you give everything, you don't hold anything back. All of this stuff is high quality stuff. So that's the difference between marketing and brand. So over time you charge up this brand yeah, and your brand story is not just part of brand marketing. Your brand story can be put into your direct marketing. Sure. All right. So I, I, w- I wouldn't put those, you know, in separate camps. Your brand story is extremely important. Yeah. It's probably a conversation for a different one, but that's the difference between direct marketing. Yeah. You must have an offer that you take to the market to generate a sales opportunity, which you can transact with the customer. And then the business starts because I can't remember who yeah. said it, but somebody said nothing happens until you make a sale. Yes. Right? Because you can't deliver whatever it is you do, a widget that you make, a service that you provide. You can't provide that until somebody trades you their money for your thing. And to right. make that happen, you must have a sale, a transaction. But how yeah. do I get transactions? You must market to generate those transactions. Okay. So that's where marketing sales fit together. Really like that. I really like that. It's something we we had on the in the early days on the Energetic English website about that that triangle. Right at the top was the the exchange of money, uh, the the sale itself. Then underneath that, um, in order to get the sale, you've got to be able to market, and in order to market, you've got to get their attention, and in order to get their attention, you've got to be able to communicate with them. If you can't communicate with your with your audience, you know you're in uh, you're in dire straits. So. Mm. Really interesting concepts there, and lots of things have fallen out of that. And I really want to take that into maybe a future episode. Not least um, targeting your market to your target audience. You know, who is your target market? Um, if you don't have a target market, um, you you know you you, uh, you probably want to develop that at some point in time because everybody can't be your market to which you market to. Um, so yeah, once again. Um, loads of value uh thanks ever so much for for joining joining me on the business english podcast once again um we'll do this uh again with another pillar we've got value creation value delivery or sales so we can deal with one of those three in the next episode but uh just leaves me to say thanks ever so much for joining and uh we'll do this again soon thank you ever so much Brilliant. thanks for having me it's been awesome And now for the summary of expressions for the business chat on marketing. Now, some of the phrases listed may be fairly self-explanatory, but I wanted to highlight them to ensure you take note of their usage so you can use them in your professional dialogue more easily. Unwieldy beast, something that is difficult to deal with. Gargantuan, huge to pivot into a space, to change direction, normally in a business sense, to sit in separate columns, to be in different subject areas, in a wider sense, in general. Opening thoughts, some ideas to begin with, to be close to someone's heart, to be important to someone. 
A sweeping statement. A general statement or saying. Contrary to popular belief. To be against popular opinion. To be woven into every aspect. To be involved in every part. To have a chat over coffee. Now, this is a good phrase to remember. To have a chat over a beverage or meal, such as tea, lunch or a beer. One and the same. Now, this is used for emphasis to show the same person or thing. To make a referral. Remember, I'm highlighting here, this is not to do a referral, but to make a referral. Take note. To interact with a business. To be involved or to do business. This is good quality vocab. To interact with a business. Sticking with something. Now, this is staying or continuing on the same subject. Groundwork. Groundwork is the initial or even deeper work that is carried out. The Holy Grail, a very important achievement. Now, it's important to note here, it's not religious when it's used in this sense. The Holy Grail is a very important achievement. To hit up, to get in contact with or to investigate something further. To be more inclined, to be more likely to do something. The best thing since sliced bread. Now, this is quite a common one uh, and rather strange, uh, but it's worth highlighting here. And it means a really good idea. If something is the best thing since sliced bread, it's a really good idea or really good thing. Invention, for example. To break something down. Now, in this case, it means to explain something in more detail or to separate something larger into smaller parts. Paradoxically confusingly, absurdly, or in a contradictory way. To vote with one's feet. Now, this is to physically carry out an action that shows their mindset or intent. To go down the rabbit hole. To get into the very depths of a subject in a lot of detail. To deliver over and above. Now, this means to do more than is expected of you. To contrast, in this case it means to compare, to contrast two ideas together. On the other end of the scale or at the other end of the scale. Now this is used to show extremes when making comparisons. At the other end of the scale or on the other end of the scale. A hallmark of something. A hallmark of something is a distinguishing characteristic. A byproduct. A byproduct is something that happens as a result of an action. To be starting out, if you're just starting out in something like business or a project or a task, it means that you are just getting started. To be starting out. Top of mind. This is not to be confused with off the top of your head. Okay, Top of mind means the first thing that you think about. Blatant. Blatant means obvious or clear. Discrepancy. A discrepancy is an inconsistency, an error or a variation. Whereas, it's a great one to learn, this means in contrast. 
It's a really good way to show a contrasting idea. Use whereas at the start of uh, your second sentence where you're going into contrast something. A compelling offer. A compelling offer is a tempting and attractive offer. Predicated. Predicated means based upon. A fledgling business. A fledgling business is a young business. Origin story. Somebody's origin story is a story about where somebody comes from or originates from. The residual. The residual is the leftovers of something or the bit left behind. To charge up. To charge up means to energize, to stimulate or excite. Uh, the most common expression you may hear is to charge up your phone because your battery is flat or dead. To take the next step. If you take the next step, it means that you are doing the next part of the process to take the next step. To infuse. To infuse means to fill, to mix with or to soak. To embed. To embed means to insert or to implant. To be self-serving, if you are self-serving, then you do something for your own interest. It's always best not to be self-serving um, exclusively when doing business. To be self-serving. That is the game. That is the game. This is the process or the environment in which we must operate. That is the game. To be in separate camps, this means to be in different topic areas or subjects. To be in dire straits, if you're in dire straits, it means that you are in a very bad or very difficult situation. Something falls out of something. Now, if something falls out of something, it is a result or an observation that is obtained from conducting a task. For example, after the detailed study, one of the key points that fell out was that everybody should be happier. The key point that fell out is the fact that everybody should be happier, for example. And that concludes the summary of expressions for marketing. You have been listening to the Business English Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you next time.